0: This is the 4-Man Rush. Hello, Panther fans, and welcome to another podcast of the 4-Man Rush. I'm your host, Timmy V.O., here with Kevin and Larry. And welcome to week one of the 2019-2020 season. Jack, it is on and popping. (laughs) Ha ha! L.A., he's not going to have a good day. (laughs) Man, so, Panther fans, football fans, we're going to talk about, obviously, game one of the NFL season for the Carolina Panthers. It's going to be the L.A. Rams. They're coming to Charlotte. They're going to run up on South Mint and get dealt with. Right, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, obviously, the 53-man roster. Pretty much, uh, we're going to talk about Our surprises, uh, you know, disappointments and um, things of that nature. Just touch on that real quick. And we're going to talk about the NFC South as a whole. Um, We're going to figure out, well, we're going to discuss what we think is going to happen in NFC South. I know some, there's some talking heads out there who are talking about the Saints are going to uh, win the entire NFC. Well, that's your darn opinion. Just saying. (laughs) I don't see that happening. (laughs) But anyway, all right. So let's go ahead and jump into the fifty-three man roster um, because uh, you know we we've been scouting these guys, looking at these guys for you know months now. And let's let's go ahead and talk about that. Uh, we'll start with you, Kevin, and uh, and then we'll go go to you, Larry. So how you how do you feel about the, how the roster panned out, um, Kevin?
1: Overall, I, I like this roster pretty much from top to bottom. Now that the entire fifty-three man roster has been set, I did notice that we if there was anything to be mildly surprised about, I was surprised that we kept nine offensive linemen. I had been on records thinking that, you know, we would have kept eight, you know, to allow, you know, more position and you know, some skill positions to have uh, that extra that extra man. Uh, I wasn't counting on Brandon Green being the uh, ninth offensive lineman. But, yes. you know, at the end of the day, the number one goal of the offseason by Rivera and Herney, Said it was to protect Cam Newton, so this is the depth to back up the starters to protect Cam Newton. That they feel like that he performed at a level that warrants him having a spot. I'm all for it. Wasn't shocked about the running backs. I pretty much felt like uh, it was going to be Scarlett and Bonifon. Now that he's on the team. I definitely got to have some respect with his name. You know, a few episodes ago, I called him Buttercups. But, hey, that man showed out the entire preseason, so much respect to him. As far as defensive-wise, really wasn't no shots there either. We kept five defensive linemen. You know, as you know, we're doing this 30 front. I still think we're going to see some 40 front elements from time to time. I don't think we're going to be exclusively 3-4 like we saw in our base packages during the uh, preseason. Uh, another one uh, was Kanasky, number 43, making linebacker. He was someone that I was pulling for. He he replaced Jared Norris. I'm completely happy about that. Uh, my man Cottrell, he came back from a broken leg from last year and secured down a spot not only as depth, that cornerback, but as safety as well. Picked up some guys as a late addition on the waiver wire uh, to uh, add depth to special teams, particularly uh, in returner department and a couple of wide receiver bodies. Overall, I'm content. I, I think this is a roster that w- once it's well coached in jails, I think that with good health, we, we're going to be a serious contender come late January.
0: I'm digging that Larry. What you, what you thinking about the roster, man? how it panned out? Any, uh, disappointments, surprises?
2: Well, um, I think the reason for the extra lineman is because we really haven't figured that out yet. I'm not entirely comfortable with the depth behind the starters. So, you you know, Dennis Daly, he has some bright spots in camp and also in the preseason, but there also are some weaknesses. I don't know if they fully trust him to, you know, take on that role yet. So I think that was a reason for us, you know, keeping an extra offensive lineman. We're just trying to get it figured out, get the chemistry and everything right. Um, I'm still screaming for my linebacker That I know uh, mm. Jordan out of Cal. You know, he was a, a dark horse of mine very early on. One of the things that stood out to me about him is that at Cal, one, that's where Ron Rivera went, but two, they played a similar scheme. So he was actually used to, you know, being behind that 30 front. So I thought he had a lot of upside going in the camp. I'm happy that we got some DBs. I'm pretty solid about, I feel pretty solid about the cornerbacks we have. I like having Elliot at the nickel. I like the fact that you know Bradbury and Dante. They fully know their roles on this team and where they'll what they'll be doing. Mm. Trey Boston was a good pickup. Hope he can tackle better than he has in years past. But Thanks. just to have that kind of depth is very important. Yeah, uh, I'm just ready to get it rolling. I think we know exactly what's going to happen on offense. We just got too many weapons. And like I try to preach home day in and day out, confident. I felt in our in our front. Since Mike Rucker and Julius Peppers were wrecking havoc, and Chris Jenkins and, and Buckner and them. You know, we're just too deep, too talented, way too much upside. You got to double somebody Even every day. It's going to let some of the other guys get opportunities. You know, if you're doubling McCoy, KK's going to have a one on one. If you're doubling KK, we'll have a one on one. Poe anchoring stuff in the middle. I just feel like it's inevitable that we have at least a 65 sack year if not 70, so it's got to go down that way. I'll be disappointed with anything less. But like I said on the offense, I just think we need gel. hoping for the best when it comes to Daryl Williams, hoping that he's healthy, can stay healthy. Same thing with uh, Paradis, and hopefully we find the right group of guys, you know, with however that rotation is going to go, just make sure that we're able to protect our quarterback. And not only that, but actually get some push. I didn't see too much push in the preseason, regardless of whether it was first string, second string, third string. I like to see more pushing run games. So that's what I'm expecting week one.
0: I totally agree, man. That defensive line is is going to be hellacious. Um, the one thing I, I, that, that caught me off guard with the roster, I have to say, was uh, letting go of Torrey. Now, I, I know we got some more guys, though. You know, we got to keep it fresh, no doubt. You know, Torrey is getting old. And I was like, huh, that was interesting. <laughs> but that tells you a lot about the ball distribution. Um I do see Arma getting more touches. I, I definitely see Arma getting more touches. Um, they're really gonna rely on DJ and Kurt. They're really gonna re- going to rely on CMC. Um, the fact that we got uh, you know Bonifant and uh, um, well, my man uh, Scarlet um, coming up behind him means you know Norv is really going to stick to his guns when it comes to to uh, play calling. Um, he's not gonna have to you know rearrange anything if Cam or if uh lord forbid one of the running backs goes down it's you know they just plug him right back in um and like like you like you guys mentioned it, uh, it goes back to the old line if they can stay healthy we're going to be just fine we're going to be we're going to be just fine um i like the roster i think i think it came out okay but yeah like, that, that linebacker depth is it's, it's scaring the hell out of me scaring the hell out of me and that's all i have to say about that <laughs> <laughs> so, LA Rams Carolina Panthers. Sunday is freaking on. Where you going to be at, Kevin? You going to be uh you going to be at the game, Kev?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely going to be at the game. You know, I got to keep my my streak intact. I've been to every single home game under the Rivera Cam Newton era in 2011, so <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to uh keeping that streak going. So yeah, I definitely be there. You know, representing you know Team Savage 500 section, you know
0: section 550. So I'll be in my spot. Yeah, I know we we, uh, we met up a couple times that that big season. What that 2015, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, the year of the damn. Uh.
0: Man, ruthless, ruthless. I, I went to the uh, I went to the Atlanta game and the, the Reds- Redskins game that yeah, year. Both of them. Yep,
1: yeah, met you for both of them. Yeah, put a thumping on. Them. <laughs> God, I might have been put thumping on them dudes. Forty four fifteen, bro. <laughs> ooh, ooh.
0: They were walking the home mad. But anyway, 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 anyway. Yeah, um, the
1: 40 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: we was just scoring at wheel, dude. It was oh man, I hope we get that back. I hope we get that back. Um, but yeah, yeah, Rams. Let's talk about what they're going to what what type of uh obstacles we're gonna have to overcome and uh what what we need to focus on in order to get this win, Kev.
1: Well, for me you know, I'm always talked about. You know, the, the tone is set in the trenches, so that's where we got to start first. You know, when we look at the key matchups, you're gonna be looking at can our offensive line block and set the tone against the Rams' defensive line. Mm-hmm. That what whatever the outcome of the battles, that's gonna dictate how well we can do. I feel like that if we can neutralize Aaron Donald and they got a couple other guys, and it ain't just him. He's the main one, but they got some other guys that, that we don't keep in check, they can they can cash in on the on the damage too. But definitely if we can neutralize that defensive front, I feel like we have an advantage on their back seven, particularly at linebackers. I feel like none of their linebackers can consistently cover Olsen and McCaffrey, particularly in the passing game. I just see that as an opportunity that we can exploit. I look to see us have an opportunity to run two tight end sets against them because that was one of the things I noticed last year that teams that was too efficient effective tight ends gave the Rams a lot of headaches defensively. Mm. You know, for all that defensive talent that they had there were several games where they was giving up 25-30 points. Luckily they had an offense that could score 30-35. But I look forward to I look forward to seeing how the, the trenches dictate the flow of the game for us when we're on offense. Now, when it's our turn to go on defense, Larry can probably speak on it a little bit more than I can in depth because he he's he's that well in tune with it. But I feel like that. If I'm not mistaken, the Rams, I think they lost a player or two in the offseason on the offensive line and they're working some new guys in. And I just think with our, you know, revamped defensive line and front seven, I, I see us potentially having a sack party come Sunday afternoon at Bank of America Stadium. You know, like you was talking about earlier, you know I'm saying? They come to Mint Street, they come to Mint and they're gonna get bent. You know, that's how I look at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I just think that what happens in the uh, in the trenches is going to set the tone for everything else. If we if we win our fair share in the trenches, we're going to put up our fair share of points. If not, it's going to be a long day and it's going to be a grind. Right on. Right on, man. Hey,
2: Larry, what you think, brother? I'm on the same accord as Kevin, man. It's going to start in the trenches. That's the reason why we call a four-man rush, man. That's just my specialty, but... Um, Just like Kevin mentioned, it's more than just Aaron Donald. He's step one because he's right over center. You know, everything's going to start with him. He's their anchor. He's the one that disrupts everything. He can single-handedly disrupt an offense by himself. So it's going to be imperative that we get him in check and under control. And I believe that's what we're paying Parrot is for. He got a lot of money. It's time to back it up, put your money where your mouth is. And is, is, uh, Kevin mentioned earlier that they had more than just Aaron Donald. You know, he disrupts everything. But also, Dante Fowler had a really productive year last year. So, mm. we got our hands full, to yeah. be honest with you. So, yeah. we got to see if, you know, Paradis is going to make money that we paid him. We got to see if Darryl Williams is going to be good at the left side. We got to see if Moten is going to wake up from his low-average preseason and, you know, like did last year, we got to get the momentum from the 2018 season, not the 2019 preseason. Word. <laughs> but overall, it's going to come down to because at the end of the day, we we're not we ain't too shabby on our E Defense front as well. So Todd Gurley has off on the uh, in his D, so he's going to be on the snap count. Uh, we just got more weapons, you know, McCaffrey, Curtis, mm-hmm. DJ Olsen, and you put them in there, Arma. And then the ultimate weapon, which is, you know, Mr. Cam Newton. So I just think we're more talented on offense, and that'll be the difference maker. I got it being a low-scoring game. I got us winning 17-7, to and I'll tell you why in a minute. I'll let you go ahead and continue.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I'll tell you what. Golf is going to have a hard time, man. You know, if, if folks been, you know, uh, sticking around and stooping around and reading up on, what, on contract negotiations, things of that nature, this man's about to get paid. You know, and um first game, <laughs> first game, he's going up against arguably probably the best defensive front three or four, you know, down linemen in the entire NFL. i, I put money on 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 that against anybody, including the Rams. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some great defenses out there. Much respect it is the NFL. But with Ramavere running running the ship, and you got those guys Man, stop! We all saw what Brian Burns did in the, in the preseason. Man, stop! If you dare, talking about your coordinators, offensive coordinators, if you dare to scheme for Brian Burns, a rookie, and we got KK, we got come on, dude, we got Pro Bowlers across the across the line. We're rotating people that that get down, bro. I mean, and that's the beautiful thing about this defensive front too. They teach. They teach the young guys how to how to play the right way, and boy, I'm, mm, I feel I, I I feel slightly sorry for the Rams offensive line right now, just just a little bit. That'll go away probably Saturday, but right now I feel I feel a little sorry for them. They don't know what they, what they're about to go up against, and we st- folks, we still got Kekley in the middle. Oh man, Shaq has a lot to prove. It's going to be interesting. We're going to score the ball, and we're going to keep them from scoring. Now, Kevin, I believe you had a. a your prediction was 20, 20 something to 10, I believe.
1: Yeah, my prediction was 27 to 10. I had it as a, you know, a tight game in the first half, 13 to 10. I see it, you know, going there, making our halftime adjustments, uh, Rivera and, and North, you know, sorting things out. And I just feel like in the second half, we're just going to come out there and we're going to, We're going to take advantage of some things. I feel like we're going to have the opportunity to control the clock. And and it's going to be hot from the weather forecast that I'm looking at for this coming Sunday. So I, I look at, you know, the team being in, you know, condition to have that second win that the Rams are not going to have. And I just feel like that we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to stretch it. in the second half uh, 27 to 10 you know two second half uh, touchdowns one in each quarter to you know to seal the deal so a tight first half and we're gonna you know we're gonna stump a mud hole and walk it out in the second half that's that's just how I see it I, I really feel like that the opportunity is there for us to to put up some points and to move them chains and take advantage of the opportunities that will be presented because like I said You know, for all this talent, name-wise, on the Rams, even with the great Wade Phillips, I I saw a lot of holes in them last year. And we're coming with a team that's far better offensively talented than had before. If y'all remember when we played them back in 2016, you know, it was a defensive slobber knob. I believe that score was like 13-9, 13-10, something like that. And, you know, Aaron Donald was, you know, wrecking shop. Two sacks, three tackles for losses. He was... You know, he was single-handedly, you know, stalling the offense enough to to where, you know, kept them around. But I just feel like we just got way too many weapons. I really feel like once we, you know, like, y'all, like you like and Larry already mentioned, our skilled players, especially at wide receiver and tight end and running back, I just think it's going to be, you know, attrition. We're just going to keep throwing good players at the good players. You know, I could see this kind of game where a guy like Hogan – Man, I have a two or three catches, but they're going to be big catches to really move the chain, set up the ball, you know, in first down, you know, getting closer to the red zone. I just really see it as one of them games where we're going to spread it around. Everybody's going to take turns at the round table eating, and mm-hmm. we're going to make it do what it do, baby.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Larry, man, are you amped or what, bro? I, I can't I can't wait to get this going, man. Yeah, I'm definitely
2: amped. And like I said, I expect the defense to match, man really close in the second and the first half, but I think we have the weapons, you know, to get, you know, to stretch a little bit of a lead, probably get an extra touchdown in there somewhere. Even more, we tend to slow out the gates, but the defense usually is the ones that, you know, keep us in it and help us get over the hump. So I expect that to happen this year. You know, I think we'll we'll get better as the season goes on, probably by two or three. Everything will be, all the kinks will be ironed out. Mm-hmm. We'll be hitting on all cylinders, averaging about 28 to 31 points a game. But just to start out, man, it just seems like every year we start off at a little bit slow, but I still think we'll be a better team on Sunday. So 17-7 is my, my prediction. Would
1: it also be fair to say that in spite of those past numbers and, you know, we can't dispute the fact that we never had an opening day with this much offensive firepower? I mean, with uh, an offense great. coordinator like North, with the playmakers that we got, mm. I think this would be – if there's ever time to break a trim on opening – on week one openers for the Panthers, particularly at home, that I, it wouldn't surprise me if we, you know, didn't put up some points. Just just off the sheer fact that we're, we're a much better squad than what we had now. You know, when we opened up last year at home versus Dallas week one, you know, Curtis Samuel was out. You know, he, it was discovered he had the heart issue. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, uh, you know, I just, I just, I just, I just think, there's a chance for us to, to buck that trend, but I definitely don't disagree with you. i take a 17 to seven win. As long as we want to know at the end of the week, like, like Cam always like to say in the, in the uh, his interviews, that's, that's how I feel. As long as we leave four four 425 Sunday afternoon, one and oh, I'm good.
2: Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be surprised at all. You know, we definitely had the talent to go blow the doors off the building. I'm just on by what I know from the history. Um, That's all it really was. It's just an analytical pick for the most part, just knowing that we always get excited to have these big explosive games. But it seems like week one, we always come out a little bit rusty. You know, Cam didn't play too much in the preseason. Curtis didn't – like our starters didn't get too many snaps, to be honest with you. Even in preseason game week three, Cam had to come out early, so it was still – Impossible for them to get that chemistry now. I just yeah. think it takes us a little bit of while for whatever reason. Yeah. But shoot, we put up thirty-five points. I'm all with that. Like, don't tell them, don't make. I don't want to make it seem like oh, I'm. Look, we ain't. I'm not being a pessimist at all. If we can score thirty-five points, I'm with it. twenty-seven. I'm with it. Put fifty up on them if we can. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a real like, dang, in the past we expect certain things, but we always come out a little bit slow. So that's just a realistic pain. That's all. True. True.
0: Um, me, yeah, me personally, I have to say, uh, 17, 21, seven, 21, 10, probably, probably sounds about right. Um, just again, just because we, we haven't got the kinks kinks out yet. I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. You know, that you take that risk when you don't play your starters like that. Um, that continuity is just not there, but, you know, you know, um, who knows? I mean, who knows? Cam's had time to work with with uh, with Kurt, and um, you know, DJ. You know, has actually had a full off season, OTAs, all the good stuff, and he's acclimated with the uh, uh, with the playbook and everything. So, I mean, it, who knows? Who knows? They might they might click pretty uh, uh, pretty quickly, uh, quicker than they did last year with the offense. Um, but I, I really expect that defense to be flying around. Um, <laughs> I just I can't wait to see these guys in like, you know, full, full-fledged, full ears-pin, back mode, go get them because, man, it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful to see. And, um,
2: so what if – oh, Just to support your opinion, Kev, don't get me wrong. In that limited action that Cam did have in preseason game week three was lights out, elite, perfect. So, the chemistry might be there. I'm just – like I said, I would just use an analytical opinion.
0: Yeah, he was throwing but some pretty even balls. even in
2: practice this week, he's been on fire. So yep, that's what I heard. I'm with that. Listen, 35 is not – it will not shock me at all. At all. It would not shock me. I just was putting out – 17-7 just seemed real to me, you know. But we can put up more in them. As long as we – my goal for the defense this year, I want to have 70 sacks. And I want to hold teams to under 15 points per game. So – that's what my season goal and expectations are I don't care what we do outside of that just let's meet those expectations I know I got high standards but I just feel like we got way too much talent not to have 65 70 sacks and hold teams under 15 the game this one of the best defenses we're going to have in a long time so let's make it happen
1: yeah defensively I mean you know you talking about 70 sacks me personally this I could say it sounds homerish or whatever I think we're gonna get at least a minimum of six sacks. Minimum of six sacks come come this come this uh, Sunday. Now I do expect them to hit us with the quick offense. You know they they you know Sean Mavay is he got some arrogance with him. Yeah, he does. Uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he tries to start us out spreading us out and seeing how we're gonna match up. You know with his four receivers and. Like that, I'm, I'm not too sure what type of weapons they got at tight end. I mean, if you got some, if one of y'all got some intel on that, I never really known the Rams to have, you know, a serious weapon at tight end, just primarily wide receiver and running back. But I I, I see them want to try to hit us with the quick pass game, or are they going to take their shot and play action deep, 'cause They are a heavy play-action team, uh, particularly with the success Gurley has. Now, you did mention that he's going to be on a pitch count. But I do expect to see him try to run early enough just to just to see how he feels. If we can stop that early and let golf have to sling it 35, 40 times, mm. oh boy. <laughs> sack party coming. So put me Get down six sacks. I'ma say I'm gonna say three turnovers. I'm gonna say two interceptions and a fumble. And and I'm sticking with my ten points. That's that's, that's that's, that's what I'm going to go with. So a week from now, you know, feel free to pat me on the back or serve me some chrome. But either way, if there's anything near that, you know, you heard it here first, folks.
2: Tight end-wise, what's funny about that is last year I was doing Uber in Atlanta when the Rams and the Patriots were here for the Super Bowl, and I had one of their tight ends in my car. His name was uh, Johnny Munn. He's pretty much a special teamer. But dude had to put his seat back all the way. I mean, he's a good 6'5", at least 230, 40 pounds. I know that for sure. I know he was telling me that he was going to be competing for, you know, a more regular role in the offense this year. So that's somebody I would look out for. I don't think he's starting. I think their starting tight end name is uh, Higby or something like that. Yeah, Tyler Higby. I know him. He's yeah. a, decent, a decent little tight end. But, yeah, their biggest weapon is certainly not at tight end. But uh you mentioned Todd Gurley, you know, running back. I don't care who the running back is. Don't nobody come in here in Carolina house and just run it up on us. I done seen some of the best running backs come to Charlotte and get shut down. Adrian Peterson, few years ago when he was in his Zeke prom, last year. Zeke last year came through here like like early on in the season. Guys don't just come in our house and run all over us. So I don't care who you bring in our house, we're gonna shut that down early. But um Hopefully, we can get an early lead like you're expecting so we can get those six sacks. And that's the only way to really get after the quarterback. You know, get a, get ahead early, make them throw that rock. That's the formula. Yes, sir. So I'm, I'm ready. Let's get to Sunday already. Yes,
0: sir. Because I, I guarantee you Christian's going to eat, bro. he, he going to eat. I mean, I know the D-line is straight, man, but woo, I, <laughs> Christian is like no other. <laughs> Christian's like no other, folks. Now we must talk about the NFC South and our predictions on how it's going down. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, Panthers will go 11 and five and win the NFC South by beating the Saints last game of the year.
1: Bam! What'd you think, Cal? I'm gonna stick with my 12 and four.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, highest ceiling 13 and three. I like to see us run the table at home, eight and zero. That that's a fun feeling. Maybe that's the PSL side of me coming out. You know, this this is not a good feeling. Making that walk down them steps <laughs> like after that, a loss and man. the visiting fans singing their fight song Ooh. all in your spot—that's not a good feeling, fellas. But, no. but if I was to be on bias, I'm seeing, I'm feeling healthy. Twelve and four, thirteen, three, ceiling, 11, 5 is the lowest I think we're capable of doing. Um, that's all based on healthy. If we're not healthy, man, I don't want to relive that again. No, I, no. I really don't. No. I, I'm, I'm, I've had enough unhealthy seasons post Super Bowl to, to last me for a while. So Thanks. I'm hoping that the that the football gods, you know, have mercy upon the Carolinas and leave that injury bug elsewhere and, you know, keep it out of our keep it out of our domain. But just like y'all, I, because of the Falcons' offensive line, which Larry loves <laughs> bringing up when we discuss, <laughs> you know, throughout the week in our in our chat, I just don't I don't see them being good enough to allow that powerful offense of theirs to be a factor. So I'm I'm looking at it as it come down to us and the Saints again. I think Tampa Bay, it's going to be feist there, but I still see them coming in fourth place. I really do. So I got us 12 and four. I got the Saints 11 and five. Falcons nine and seven. And I put Tampa at, I put Tampa at seven and nine. Two. Eugenics. Oh,
2: see, I didn't know he was doing the whole division. I got that too. Right. <laughs> yeah, I believe Tim said, I, I believe
1: Tim said, uh, yeah,
2: you're you yeah, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> but I got that laid out. Yeah, i love to talk about these bum Falcons. First of all, <laughs> get them. the right side. Get them. So, Brian Burns have a field day. Man. Every time we play him. Those is, though, when we were talking about sacks, those are big games right there. I expected to be like a Greg Hardy return when we sack Matt Ryan seven, eight, nine times at a, th- at a game. Like, that's what I expect to happen. But, yeah, I got us going, like I said, 11-5, and 12-4. Still got us winning the division because I think New Orleans has hit their ceiling. You can't come that close yeah, to getting to the Super Bowl that many times. Yeah, bro. At some point, mean, your luck just has to run out. Aaron Cap as well. hmm Got a young center who's pretty good. I know Kev is a big fan of him, but I think he's going to have some some regular rookie growing pain, so I think Joe McCoy, Kwan Short, they'll probably have their way with him early. Mm-hmm. But um I got the Saints going like ten and six, nine and seven. Falcons, I, Dan Quinn is getting fired this year, just so you know. <laughs> They're going six and ten. <laughs> if not five and eleven. It's I'm not trying to be funny. It's just that we all know the game starts in the trenches. Yep. And their offensive line really has holes. Their first round pick. Uh, the, the tackle, the one that they traded up for, like got him like 30-something. No,
1: nah, no, nah, the, the guard, they took it at 14, the one out of
2: Boston. No, yeah, the guard, they took it at 14. I'm talking about they oh. traded up into the first round at the end.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah McGeary out of Washington, I believe.
2: Yeah, he had heart surgery, so he's not even back up to full speed yet. They say Are he's going to play it? on Sunday, but he's not starting. What? And he's going to be on the pitch count. Yeah, oh, so his pass blocking needs some work. And then they got a no-name guy from the Giants, I think, on the, at the left guard or something like that. The only the only real, all the real ballers they got on that offensive line are Alex Mack, who's getting older, kind of like Ryan Khalil was, and they got a uh, Jake Matthews, who's finally coming into his own. So I expect us to run through them. And then on the defensive end, they uh, picked up the option for Vic Beasley. I think they're paying him like 12 million. Big mistake. Fuse my excuse my French. He ain't shit. And then Tack McKinley. Still same thing. Like they got two first rounders, two first rounders on the edge that really haven't lived up to the hype. And then they just gave Grady Jarrett a bunch of money, but he's manageable. He's not the best DT in the league. He's okay. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to the trenches, I just think we have a full advantage. I think the Saints have an advantage over them in the trenches. Mm-hmm. I see them going six and ten. The big question mark is Tampa Bay. They're either gonna go somewhere around that six and ten, or they'll they'll probably have a better season than last year and do like an eight and eight or nine and seven. I don't think Bruce Arian turns this around in one year. No one year. I think it's man. going to take him a couple of seasons. That's all. Tampa Bay. So we want to division. Tampa- don't question that at all. Oh yeah,
0: hell hell yeah, dude, hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm just trying to figure don't out.
2: Don't question
0: who- that at all. I'm just trying to figure out who's going to beat us. I, I mean, I don't in, in the NFC South. I don't see anybody matching with us. Uh, you know, just 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 from a from a defensive standpoint. I mean, I, again, I'm I'm just looking at that front man. I mean. J- <laughs> the trenches are critical, and we got some ballers up front. And then you got Luke Kickley in the middle. We're, we're we're set at safety and corner position for the first time in forever, dude. That, I, I I really I really think people are aren't really understanding how much firepower we got on offense, and accompany that with the defense, man. It, I don't. I don't see in all honesty, we shouldn't lose to anybody in NFC South. I'm 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 not being, you know, crazy about that, I don't think. Just straight up. From what I'm gathering, from what Kevin's been been relaying to us from what he's seen at camp, it, it it just it just really looks like, you know, we have the type of players on this team when 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 the lights go on and it's week one, they they wake up Sunday morning, they're gonna be fucking focused. Excuse my language, they're gonna be freaking focused, man. They're gonna be so dialed in right now we all know that you can get a little too hype <laughs> you can get a little too hype but we, i think we have enough savvy veterans on this team for where everybody everybody will corral their emotions go out there and execute and when we execute i don't see i don't see anybody in the nfc south beating us I, I really don't we'll beat ourselves before anybody in the nfc south beats us man to man uh I, that's that's just how i feel about that um jesus christ christian mccaffrey D- <laughs> DJ's gonna have an explosive year Explosive Curtis is gonna have an explosive year Oh my gosh
1: Heaven Lord <laughs> And to give y'all the dates so When we play our division of robberies uh, We play Tampa of course Thursday night football week 2 mm-hmm. That's gonna be uh, September the 12th We played them again October the 13th over in London mm-hmm. Then when we play the Falcons, November 17th at Charlotte and December 1st in Atlanta. And we play New Orleans November 24th in New Orleans and here in here at home in Charlotte, December 29th. So that's when we're going to be getting our division the, the to work on. So, yeah, we got to. We got to go ahead and remind Tampa who their daddy is early and often, you know, week two, and I believe week six, if I'm not mistaken, you know, go ahead and, you know, start them on their they annual basement party. Go ahead and just, you know, slap them around, let them know, like I said, who who, run, who runs them. And, you know, we come back off this bye week after the trip to London. It's alternating home game, road game, you know, at San Francisco you know home against uh Tennessee if I'm not mistaken uh at Green Bay home you know so it's just gonna alternate so it won't be no long stretches on the road for us to close out of here which I think would be a good thing so yeah man I'm I really think that that we can if we can just get out to this good strong start I, I really think that we can just ride away from momentum that's going to have us on a on a magical season. So I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited.
0: Well, wow. We're here folks. Week one. We got through the preseason without any major injuries. Oh my gosh. It it is, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be one heck of a ride folks. Um, and the four man rush, I think we came on board just in time because, uh, you know, the way you guys, you know, get your content from us is unlike anybody else. And, you know, it, it to, to accompany, um, our existence with, uh, a strong showing by the Carolina Panther franchise during this season will be, will be, you know, there'll be a great icing on the cake right there. Um, I'm not even going to talk about Super Bowl. I'm not even going to try to go there week one. That's all that matters. Hey, the next 24 hours is all that matters. You know, um, this, this is going to be a special ride, man. I'm, I'm, i I'm, I'm, I'm sure i speak for the fellows when I say, thanks for, for tuning in and checking us out. You're going to have fun too. All right. <laughs> well, gentlemen, uh, before we sign on off of here and, uh, get ready for Sunday, you guys have anything, uh, any closing, uh, closing statements?
1: Uh, as far as me, you know, I just want our fans to continue word of mouth. Please keep telling your your Panther fans and even just football fans who just enjoy good football conversation and content, come check us out. Four Man Rush. We got the website up and running. You know, you know, you can check us out there, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter.
0: Well, of course, you can catch our podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. iTunes and Spotify. If you're if you're listening to this podcast and you're not on iTunes and Spotify, and you know people who have iTunes and Spotify, and they're really Really, really, uh, uh, you know, happy with those platforms. Tell us to check us out. Uh, simply type in the number four man rush, and uh, by God, we should be right there for you. Um, and of course, you can always check us, check out the podcast on popping. And you know, as as we as we go along through the season, I, hopefully, we'll get up on Snapchat, um, and uh, some of the other social media platforms. I'm well, not social media platforms, excuse me, podcast platforms. Um, for for other uh, Panther fans and football fans out there, so yeah, man. Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, check us out. The Four Man Rush, and we, that that apparel will be coming out sometime through the throughout the year. Uh, we'll let you guys know about that.
1: Make sure you send in them mark. Make sure you send in them um surveys too. If you can't, just go to the Four Man Rush, uh, Facebook page, yeah. and you can find the the post with the. Foreman Rush apparel on it. That's where everybody's been leaving their emails. If you can't find it because we've had so many posts since then, just feel free to leave a message uh, with the Foreman Rush. You can go to our email, uh, theforemanrush at gmail.com. Send send your uh, email address there and we'll email you a survey. It only takes maybe a minute, if that long, to fill it out. And we just, uh, once we get that information from all these, from all the um, surveys from you fans, we're going to be able to put that information together and get this apparel taken care of and bring it out to you in a way that that you enjoy. We appreciate you being patient. I understand some of you have been waiting a while, but just like with us, you know, slow but steady wins the race. So we don't want to rush anything with you. We want to make it right. So we're going to do this apparel the same way we do this content. So thank you guys for being patient. We're going to make sure it's worth the wait.
0: And, um, on behalf of myself, Timmy VO, Kevin, Larry, um, of course, will down there in Florida, please be safe. And if you're listening and you're in the, and you're in the path of the hurricane, please, by all means, be safe. Um, remember your life is worth more than any type of tangible object. Okay. Take care of yourselves. Um, yeah, big, big shout out to Will, hold it down down there. And of course, Norris, Darius and, uh, Vince and, um, of course you, the fan, uh, for checking us out. We really, really, really appreciate that. Don't forget
1: that bald head, Monty. Oh, yeah!
0: I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> man, I haven't seen Money since Juice was out. Hey! <laughs> yeah, well, peace out, Monty. Can't wait to get you back on here, man, with all four of you guys, and uh, we're going to break it down. But, you know, all due time. Peace out, Monty. Hold it down, bro. <laughs> Good looking, Kev. <laughs> that boy done gone mission. I don't know where the hell that boy at. Alright, so Panther fans, football fans, hold it down. And as always, keep pounding. See, really
2: i really let it breathe. So
1: baby, just chill.